Matthew for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and today I am joined by Krista from Lutharo. <laughs> it's greatly chatting to you this evening. First up, I've got to congratulate you on the album Chasing Euphoria. I think it's probably going to be my album of the year already. Um, Yay! <laughs> it's released in March. I mean, that's a long way off still, isn't it? How excited mm. are you and impatient you are? Very. Oh my goodness. It feels like we've been sitting on this for forever and we can't wait to finally release it. There's so many songs that so many people haven't heard yet and we're just excited to hear the reaction for sure. Where does the inspirations and lyrics come from and what inspires your writing and is it a team effort or is it down to you? So when it comes to um, like the actual instrumental um, all the guys have a piece of it. We kind of write everything in the jam space, or if we write it at home, it's just kind of like a riff here and there. And then we bring it to the jam space and everyone puts their own, uh, two cents into it. As far as lyrics and melody go, that's my job, like 99% of the time. Um, and I just get inspired by like everyday life and like just things that I struggle with, just personal things for myself, because I find if I can't relate to it, I have a hard time singing about it. So mm -hmm. I try to keep it um, to like stories of my own life. <laughs> right. Sorry, my cat is here. She's arrived. Oh, <laughs> look at you. She's oh. arrived. She's a little star. Baby. <laughs> I love kitties. I have two. <laughs> yeah, I've got the two. I've got Abitha and Theo. Um, oh wow, good names <laughs> And she's a bit of a mare, aren't you? Um, oh Okay, so I know this is a bit of a contentious question And all the songs will be your babies But which would you say is your favourite track on the album today and why? My absolute favourite track is Time to Rise That one for me, not only do I get to show off like a lot of different textures in my voice And a lot of different things that I haven't showcased before um, but it's also a really personal song for me too. So, um, that one was me letting a lot of things that I haven't expressed in the past out, just kind of like emotionally vomited on everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine's actually bonded to the blade for, for the, today. Anyway, um, it's brilliant. Ooh, nice. Um, I'm going to stop saying brilliant. Uh, would you guys be having a release party and do you have plans to stream it live? Yeah, um, so we're going to have a release party here in Hamilton, which is our hometown, um, on the actual release day, March 15th. So we're going to do that. And as far as a stream, we're thinking about doing like a live stream of like the whole album. I think that would be great and a lot of people would be into it. Just like on Twitch. It'd be really cool. So can you give us a little bit of insight then into the last video that you just released and how pleased are you with like media reviews so far and fans? Ooh, Reaper's Call. Reaper's Call has gotten a lot of attention. I feel like every person that has messaged me lately has said that that is their absolute favorite so far. So that one's got a lot of attention. I think because that song has so many different elements in it and it's one of the more like, heavy in your face songs that we've released compared to other singles i mean ruthless bloodline was in its own way but i feel like this one was darker so i feel like it caught a lot of people's attention in that way so yeah we're pretty pumped about it and the way it turned out and everything it's just great like it's exactly what we were picturing so yeah and you head out on tour 
in March with Raven, who are actually from Brand where I live. Yeah. From Newcastle area. And Vicious Rumours, how stoked are you about that? That's going to be one hell of a tour. Very. Oh, my goodness. We are so excited. It feels like forever since we've been on a tour. I mean, it's only been like a couple of months, but for us, it's like we're just itching to get back on the road. So, yeah, we're very excited. <laughs> and other plans to hopefully get over the pond, even to the UK? I hope so. Honestly, we're trying so hard to get to Europe um just because we have like a main fan base in europe i have found um just by looking at the stats like germany is up there for us spain is up there the uk is growing up there even like france finland is like our number one um helsinki i guess like the number one city is our like yeah. for listeners and we're like what so it's very weird um but yeah like we we just want to get back to europe so badly and hoping to play in the uk we've never been so it'd be really cool did i see that you played in spain we did yeah oh, i love spain actually that's where my tans come from i was in grand canaria oh, yeah? which is canary oh, island but yeah spain's amazing i love spain yeah barcelona was my favorite by far like a lot of people talk about madrid and um a lot of other places but barcelona was like the one place i would love to either live in or go back to it was just beautiful yeah yeah honestly though there's it's just such a nice like culture too everything's very laid back and like yeah. everything is good the food is amazing coffee oh my god <laughs> yeah everything is great so yeah <laughs> Absolutely. so can we expect any more singles from the album then before release date um there's going to be two more Okay. So you gotta be patiently awaiting those two. There's one that's coming out pretty soon within the next couple of weeks, and then one final one on the release day of the album. I'm pretty sure it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really blown away by the um the vinyl purple, the pink and blue. That's awesome. Mm. Are you gonna keep one for yourself and have it framed or something like that? hundred percent the the vinyl the cd the flags everything my sister actually messaged me today about the flag she's like i have a spot perfect for it on my wall one of these things coming out so yeah it's um it's weird because it's a color palette i never thought that i would choose mm -hmm. but here we are <laughs> it just was perfect so yeah <laughs> i mean everything's the whole package isn't it really is even down to the album artwork i mean can you give us a bit of uh insight into that um so the artwork's done by nicholas sendine he's um an artist who's done dark tranquility and um, arch enemy and that's how we found him so we basically messaged him we're like hey like we want some artwork done and yada yada but something from scratch for from him is incredibly expensive which we don't have a lot of money so he said hey look i have this piece that I already have done that I've just been kind of sitting on. If you like it, that's cool. Um, so we seen it and I was just like, we have to have this. This is, this is perfect for Chasing Euphoria. It's like the entire story in one, like the entire meaning. You look at it and you just think of that. So, yeah. <laughs> so going back to tours, what can fans expect from you guys live? um a lot of energy a lot of um a lot of energy on stage um a lot of new songs we're going to be playing a lot of the new album mm -hmm. um and just hanging out with us basically like if you come up to the merch table we'll be there 
come sign stuff, give us hugs. We want to talk to everybody. So we're after the set, we're usually always there unless we're off showering or eating. So, yeah. (laughs) One of my next questions, because obviously you put a lot into your vocal technique and everything after a gig. Do you like not really, do you try not to talk too much to fans or is it really difficult to get the, the right sort of, What's the word? I mean, right degree. Do you know what I mean? What, yeah. What, 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 just like nodding the way and signing the way you're talking. Yeah, it really depends um, on how I'm feeling that day because um, I'd like to spend as much time as I can with them. Um, mm. But yeah, there's some days where I'm just like really tired and it's really pushing it. My mm. one trick that I do is I put earplugs in um, during the show so I can hear myself talking so I'm not yelling. So that makes right. my stamina a little bit better for things like that. Uh-huh. Um, people are always asking, why do you have earplugs in? Like, even if it's like more quiet or whatever, mm. um, even if I go out to the bar at night, I wear earplugs and people are like, why do you, <laughs> but I'm like, just so I don't yell, you know, because that's how you lose your voice. Like a lot of vocalists will say it's not the actual stage performance. Cause you're using proper technique on stage or whatever, but it's screaming at people in between sets, you know? <laughs> so, Yeah. What would you say then is the best and the worst thing about touring? Mm, well, best thing is performing, meeting people, um, the show in general. But mm. the worst is everything else. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, um, the worst is probably the lack of sleep, honestly. Um, until we get to a point where we're in like a tour bus situation with a driver, even like um a driver in general it's really hard to get sleep because i mean you're leaving the venue at like three or four at night or like morning i guess um and then you got a couple of hours and you got to wake up right in the morning to drive to the next city because a lot of the times they're far away right so we're getting like a few hours of sleep a night like Mm -hmm. i'm luckier in that way because i don't drive so i kind of try to sleep in the car but i mean it's not good sleep either right so that's that's the most difficult part for sure so who has the most annoying habit on the road then (laughs) um honestly we've like we've been pretty good like our core group of people um is really good on tour the most annoying for me is probably the snoring if somebody's because it's like every single night or like on our paladin tour we were all sleeping in the back of a van it was just one long mattress and we're sleeping sideways on this thing so i tried to fall asleep before everybody but if i didn't it would be like victor would start snoring first and then it would be chris and then it would be Corey, and it was just like all different snores too like the symphony of snores (laughs) I called it, and yeah, that was the most annoying thing ever. <laughs> All right, then. So if you can imagine Mount Rushmore, right, in the States, mm. so it's got four American presidents. So okay. if I could ask you who would be your four rock metal musicians to be your Mount Rush- Rushmore? Oh, my God. I would have to say Angela Gosso, um, probably Tony Iommi, um oh that's hard i don't know Uh, i don't know oh my goodness no that's too tricky i'll just put all black sabbath up there maybe (laughs) all right yeah that's too tricky of a question oh my god all right so which band would be your ultimate touring buddies then 
Dead or Alive band, actually. Ooh, okay. So we absolutely loved touring with Unleash the Archers. But right. if we're talking like bands we haven't toured with yet with, probably Arch Enemy. That would be amazing. Yeah, totally. Um, Arch Enemy, Ginger. Um, I mean, Metallica would be the hugest thing, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, bands like that. But if we're talking like within our reach, hopefully like Arch Enemy um, would be a great one. Yeah, I can see you guys out with Arch Enemy, man. That would be mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, make sure you come to the sure. UK or Belgium or something. Yeah, that'd be good. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. That'd be yeah. insane. Gave me chills thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so going back in time then, what album was sorry, what album first introduced you to heavy metal? Um hmm. so it's weird because when I first started listening to metal, um, it was in high school, like early high school, grade maybe even grade eight. To grade nine um and it was like hardcore bands like um blind witness um what the heck was the name of the one band I'm trying to remember i i don't i can't remember right now but blind witness was a huge one um so i was into stuff like that but it was like not really like i liked the heaviness of it but it wasn't really like my thing where it like grabbed me mm -hmm. i just really liked that but it wasn't until later in high school when a friend introduced me to Megadeth um, and it wasn't a specific album, but it was the song sweating bullets yeah. that I heard. And I was like, what is this? This is, a, this is insane. And then of course, followed by Pantera Slayer, all that thing yeah. like the floodgates opened. And it was like really in a time where we're listening to music on iPod or iPods and stuff like that, right? So yeah. it wasn't like I just sat there and listened to the whole album. It was like song, this would be Pantera, then it'd be Slayer, then it'd be this, like a shuffle on an iPod, mm -hmm. unfortunately. So, um, yeah. And then I went on to listen to the whole album. But yeah, it's a whole <laughs> whole story, but yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, and so next one is another thinker. If there was a heavy metal song about yourself, what would you call it? Oh... Um, so there's a lyric in actually a light song. She's, um, a musician that I listen to. She's like more like Indian pop and stuff, but I'm going to use her lyric as my song title, which would be the happiest sad girl you'll ever meet. <laughs> That's cool. Because it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. So if you had a superpower for one day, what would you choose? Mm. I said this to the guys and they're like, ah, oh, you can't choose that. You need to choose like invisibility or something. But I said my superpower and I wish this could be my superpower for every day would be to just never lose my voice to always to be able to do whatever I want, like sleep as much as I want, eat as much as I want, do whatever and never lose my voice. <laughs> Can you give us four words to describe chasing euphoria? Hmm. Chasing euphoria. So obviously the words would be like euphoric, but like, I think, um, to describe the actual song in a nutshell is just basically like, um, trying to capture, like slow down time or capture a moment when you feel alive. It's just feeling alive in a sense, like you're at a concert and like everything stops for a moment and you're like, Oh my God, this is the happiest I'll ever be in this moment. This is like pure euphoria. I feel so alive. It makes you just 
remember that you're human and like you're feeling all those like these floods of emotions and that is chasing you for you you're just chasing after that high in a sense all the time you know real okay so that's five fast questions so the first one is <laughs> vinyl or digital um either or honestly they're both like special in their own ways i mean i can't bring um a vinyl player into my car so <laughs> they both have their own uses <laughs> but nothing will ever sound like vinyl so moose or bear moose because <laughs> i'm canadian i guess <laughs> <laughs> maple syrup or beer beer 100 percent beer <laughs> uh festival or small intimate gig um that's tricky um i really like festivals i like the vibe of them and i like um that they last a long time it's not just like a couple of hours it's like mm -hmm. a whole day or a whole weekend and like yeah. i said i like to capture that moment that high for a long time so yeah <laughs> okay and the final one are you a saint or are you a sinner <laughs> um i'd like to say that i'm a saint but probably a sinner <laughs> Brilliant. Well, again, I want to congratulate you on the fantastic album. It's killer. Hopefully, you will get over to the UK or we'll catch you in mainland Europe sometime. Maybe Spain. Yes. <laughs> go there yes. A moment. Uh, do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers, and listeners? Um, just thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for buying our stuff, supporting us, and just continue to stay metal. <laughs>